I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Can you hear me? (laughs) Hi, everyone. How's everyone doing? I hope you can hear me. Let me know in the chat. Can you hear me? Okay, because I had a... Hi, everyone. So, uh, wow, what amazing, interesting energy that we are experiencing. Thank you in the chat. Thank you that you can hear me. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of a deep dive. We have Daniel Fiverson coming on, evolutionary astrologer. He's always fun to have on. And uh, we'll be able to ask questions. You can ask me questions, and you can also just listen by phone if you want to. You can listen in the chat. You can listen by phone. You can listen um, on your computer. Um, if you would like to listen by phone as well as um, get a reading or get a question answered or share something, that number is 347-539-5122, And please press 1 on your keypad, and that lets me know that you have a that you want to get on air because a lot of people listen by phone. So again, 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad to get in the queue, get on air for all things connecting. All right, first of all, I really, really want to thank some of you who have been so kind and have left very, very heartfelt, positive comments and reviews and five stars on um, Apple Podcasts and also five stars on Spotify, and I really, really appreciate it. So if you are listening, thank you so much for taking the time. Also, thank you so much, those of you that subscribe to Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube, uh, my YouTube tarot channel. It's more than a tarot channel. That's what I have, Soul Insights and Tarot. And there's a lot of resources, free resources there, um, Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube, Um, And also you can get more free resources to get you going, to support you on your path at soulplayground.life. Also, thank you those recent subscribers, hello, hello, that also subscribe to Awakenings um, podcast on YouTube. Appreciate that. We are going there. I know I keep saying that every so many podcast episodes, but yes, we are expanding to YouTube. We do put the replays on YouTube. I will be doing lives there. It's just I'm wrapping up a lot of stuff right now that I couldn't do last year due to Mars retrograde. And um, 
And I never thought I would say that. I was excited, actually, for Mars retrograde. I thought, oh, I'm really going to be able to focus on stuff. But it's better timing now. I get it. I get it. Um, Also, if you want to do a deeper dive with me into metaphysics, spiritualism, spirituality, the occult, divination, all the things that I do, dream therapy, just there's a lot. If you go to my website, you'll get an idea. Uh, The Patreon Soul Path Awakening um, community is a great place. I also am doing extended readings there from YouTube, just monthly, because um, I didn't want it just to be an extension of readings. It's it's really about guidance on your soul path. I give a heads up of what's coming up in the in the world, what to look for individually, and I go more in depth than what I'm able to do here, especially if you're doing the Patreon uh, Soul Path Journeyer. Um, here and now um, by some requests I didn't even have this idea but some people requested to also do um, that are part of the soul path uh, journey or tier to do some um, mentoring as well so that is available um, also uh, but you have to be in the soul path journey or um, tier uh, and it's just a little tune in 20 minutes half hour just to go over stuff so but anyway those are some options for all of you welcome everyone that's also getting in the chat good to see you all so i am going to get to callers but i definitely want to touch upon something that has really come up and and i really didn't even realize in fact i think maybe we'll play with it today um, I didn't even realize when I did this a few weeks ago, um, I, d- I did, was able to do quite a few readings, and I'm just starting to publish them, you know, edit and publish. And one of them was the Fairy Oracle uh, deck, which I use for myself. I've not done it yet on YouTube, well, except for today. Um, I really suggest it is an, if I do say so myself, <laughs> it is an awesome Reading, and I got so inspired that I did this like magical, mystical in the forest uh, Instagram uh, story for my readings. And you can go to the, my Instagram story and see that, and then you can click on the link, and it'll take you to the to YouTube for the readings. And what you'll see in the background there is one of my favorite walks and hikes. That just has a lot. If you hear me in the background, I'm getting out my fairy oracle. Um, the book is by Brian Frode, and it's B-R-I-A-N, and then F-R-O-U-D. Text by Jessica Macbeth. And guys, it's very British, which I love. I love, I love, I love having some family from England and having lived there. So I'm going to integrate the fairies today in the readings, gang. But I was so inspired. And then so in my meditation, whoopsie, whoopsie, hold on. I'm moving around. Just dropped the mic. Okay. So I was realizing, like, fairies are very, very wise. I'm very connected to the elementals. I always have been since a kid. And since, remember, Tinkerbell, those of you that are of a certain age. Well, everything comes around, you know. But I always was just enthralled. And then growing up, you know, I did see fairies, did see elementals. 
gnomes, one or two, but fairies a lot, and I see them in my yard. And then I also get a lot with, I have a lot of experience with orbs. And even in my readings on YouTube, people will sometimes comment and say, did you see that orb? And they'll give me the timestamp, and sure enough, I'll go back, and there's an orb or like a flash. like a, And those are, those are spirit. These little like flashes that trail off or these little orbs. And I have some pictures that were taken in um, different, I guess you'd call them forests, like in Santa Cruz was one, um, where there's one orb and then there's another picture where there's multiple orbs around me. So I'm sure a lot of you have had experiences with that, and it's just always enchanting. And if you've been following me, um, I think I've talked about it here on on this podcast. I know I definitely have in Patreon and um, in my Insta stories. I just I did another post about this bunny. I thought there was one, but there's at least two. So that means there's probably more. On my walk, okay, if you go to my Instagram story, if you – the the cards, the pick a card story, that background is part of the walk that I do. And I went there last year, I don't know, one time around 5, 5.30, right at, at dusk, and there was just all these bunnies. And I had just been back from uh, Joshua Tree and Angeles Forest and walking out at night in the in the high desert, I had seen all these bunnies. I mean, I cannot even tell you. Hundreds. Hundreds of little, I think they're jackrabbits. Anyway, with the cottontail or cottontail. Anyway, they have the fluffy white tail. And I spent, I don't know how long, just staring at them, connecting with them. And then I see them at my place where I walk. They're everywhere. Then, like, just this year, so that was last year. This year, I started seeing him at my house. And I also have an owl coming to visit me. Some of you heard me talk about this. And then my friend, who lives more in the city where I live, uh, she lives more in L.A., she, I, she heard an owl, too. And I heard the owl came back the other night. I don't know if it's because one of my neighbors has this big garden. I don't know. But anyway, these bunnies have been coming. They're in my backyard. The raccoons are there. Now, if I start seeing deer, I know there's coyotes. I've seen coyotes by the beach, um, which I'm not necessarily wanting to welcome them over because then they'll get the cats and the bunnies and all that. But And then I'm wondering, is that why the owls are coming because the bunnies are here? I don't know. Anyway. Now, bunnies, you can look it up, rabbits, a lot with fertility, fecundity, and, and the fertility that you have, the increase, the building, it starts building slowly, like the gestation period of bunnies. And then spring, you know, is when they usually have their, their uh, offspring. So, you know, just look around at what's around you right now. What are you seeing a lot of, and what's the, you know, what's the message? But the message I was getting also in my meditation and then doing the, the pick a card that I have on YouTube and then the bunnies, seeing the bunny again in my yard, I was like, playfulness, bunnies hop. Yeah, they're very, they can be very wary. They're very sensitive to sound or any kind of movement. They are considered a prey animal, you know, because they eat mostly, I think they eat mostly just foliage and stuff, right? 
So Spirit was giving the message this morning about play and that how can you integrate a, more magic and mystery because things are tough. There's a lot of challenges right now in the big world, outer world, the mainstream world, but also individually. And a, a lot of people I feel are this next level of awakening, those of you that have been living more and more awake and aware, you're really getting pushed to connect more into your higher self, to your soul. You're really getting pushed to go to that next level in your own life and in your own path, whatever that is, and tidy up things, wrap up things. You're going to, and you probably feel it right now, there is an intensity of energy that is coming in. Things are starting to speed up again. We've had a lot, we've had a lot of delays, whether you want to look at it energetically from a, a, a psychic level, psychic coming from psyche, the Latin word for soul, or an astrological level. So you are going to see intensity. Now, that can be breakthroughs. It may be a wish. I'm going to give you guys an example. Just think of if you've been, let's say, let's look at this. It's kind of objective. Let's say that you're a, a, a theater actor and, and you get chosen for this role, but you're the understudy. And I can't tell you how many times I've seen this happen, not even in just the theater sense, but in a regular life sense that their people are thrown off and then they fumble, kind of fumble the ball. But let's say you're the understudy. You go there all the time and and the person that you are understudying for, they're always there. They're doing their role. They're doing their part. And it's like, so you're like just, you know, well, it's not going to happen. You're like, okay, let me just eat some M&Ms and kick back in the theater, you know, and um, I don't need to practice my lines anymore. I don't need to prepare. I'm just hanging out. They're, you know, they really love this role, and I'm not. And then all of a sudden, the stage manager comes and says, you're on. And you're like, what? <laughs> you're like, what? What? What's going on? <laughs> and the stage manager's like, go on. Get out there. You've got to wait for your cue. and Go out there. And you're kind of stunned and stunned kind of stump you put on your you know your outfit your costume whatever and you are kind of like can I do this <laughs> maybe there's a little do I deserve this do I know enough do I have enough and then the stage manager comes in and just pushes you on the stage and just get out there because you're about to miss your cue. That's going to be the universe, gang, starting next year. So this is why I love what I do. I love that I love this kind of world. And with placements in my eighth house, if those of you that know astrology, you know, Pluto conjunct my sun, <laughs> my moon in the eighth, Uranus and, you know, conjuncting my Mercury for channeling. You know, I'm made for this stuff, and I love it. And I'm glad the world is opening up more and more to it. So I pay attention. Now, have I ever made mistakes and not paid attention? Yes. Have I ever gotten signs, signs, paid attention, and then just decided to do something different anyway? Yes. Um, that happens less and less and less. Um, but human and you know what I mean and as we evolve and change and transmute our energy and transform so does our ego every every part of us does every fabric of our being so I'm really getting the message to share like look how can you do what you do but in a different way like it's like think of the laborers out in the field 
the paisanos. They 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 compensano, compensanos. Uh, they have a lot to teach us, you know, country folk. They do work hard, but then they relax, right? Or they take a siesta, or they meet with compadres, you know, at the end of the day, or in the morning they start their day, you know, looking in the garden. You know what I mean? Or sipping their cup of coffee. You've got to get back to that. I think that's why I love living in Europe so much, because it's more like that. Um, although there are parts, obviously, that are not. But there are more parts like that. So I'm I'm kind of speaking to my American Canadians here, you know. And also, honestly, Japan, China. I mean, we know the areas that it's like productivity, productivity, but go, 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 go. I'm not saying don't do that because we are moving into a time where there is going to be heightened creativity, heightened creative awareness. And the the programs, the platforms, the apps are here to support our creativity. Why? Because that is the realm of the soul is creativity, creative expression, creative expression, self-expression, authentic Creative self-expression, authentic, comes from the soul. The less and less authentic or genuine, it's diluted down. So there is going to be a lot opening up. You know, I almost had, I did have like a little cry this morning. I was like, I've, I'm very creative, mainly, I was a dancer, right? You know, I did a little acting here and there, modeling. I made jewelry, you know, I've, I've done this and that. Uh, you know, a couple published books and poetry and a poet. and But certain things like visual, I've done some sketching. I'm not a great visual artist with drawing and painting. It just doesn't come as naturally. Neither does, unfortunately, playing the guitar. As I look at a guitar that somebody gifted me, I just don't remember the chords. <laughs> but I remember doing this painting, and I was doing on wood. I had gotten inspired by this uh, book I read, kind of like on this African design, very tribal and, and also indigenous cultures and Native Americans, so first world peoples, root race peoples, what we call metaphysically. But I could only go so far. And then this morning I was like, oh my God, I've been doing my digital art and my collaging because now the technology is there to assist me. I couldn't do it before because I didn't I didn't wasn't born with that great skill and I've tried. Some people say, "Oh, Michelle, if you try or you take a class, trust me, I've taken the class. Not everybody is gifted in the same way." You know, I have relatives that are amazing artists, amazing musicians. They can look at something and draw it. <laughs> they can paint. Um I I just that's not one of my gifts. But What's open to whole world is in the last few years, I've been doing these collage art, and so I have these ideas of what I want to do in a larger format. And some of you that you follow my blog on soulplayground.life, you've seen some of my collage art um, that I've done in like the moon cycles and things, and I love doing that. I dream of doing it in a larger format. So why am I kind of yammering on about this? <laughs> Because what I'm trying to share with you all is kind of pause, pay attention, and look around you. You have much more um, accoutrements. You have more 
there's more instruments, there's more instrumentation, there's more tools, and there's more opportunities for you to do what you want. Even though there's a lot of destruction, dissolving, um, there's a lot going on with the earth, but that doesn't mean we stop. We, we still have to create and move forward. We still ha- are creating the bridge. A lot of you are bridgers, bridging from the old to the new. There's a lot of bridgers that have incarnated this lifetime. And so you're not here to kind of look around and go, oh my God, everything's going to ish. I guess I can't do anything. Um, you're here to see what you can do with what you have to create, to find ways to create more, whether it's on the job, whether it's on your own, whether it's a project, whether it's consulting, whether it's a hobby. You know, it doesn't matter what it is, your soul, the soul of the world, the soul of the universe, the soul of infinite creation is yearning to be more fully expressed. So find that opening. And the biggest thing is play around with it. This isn't about perfection. You know, you are perfected in your own beingness your soul is perfected form now we're imperfect yeah we make mistakes we're imperfect things don't work out but that's part of the perfection the soul is perfected form in other words what does that mean metaphysically that means as you are as whole perfect and complete your soul is intact it has all that you need in it all all the all the all that you need all the workings are within that and then what comes of that, of course, is the spirit realm, your, your, your higher self, your guides, God, spirit, whatever, you know, whatever you're kind of playing around and working with. So I did a post today on X, and I think it so applies, and I've really been contemplating this myself. Now, by the way, guys, not everything I post is about me. A lot of times it can be about my clients. It could be just about what I observe in the world or something I read. It, it triggers me, you know, into in, inspiration, whether it's an annoying trigger or an inspiring trigger. It doesn't matter. Um, but here is the message. Okay, two of them. Hope is the expectation of something positive. Now, that actually was triggered from the fairy realm. It's okay to hope. A lot of people say hope is bad. No, hope is eternal. Find that glimmer of a hope right now in your life. Where is the, the lining, the silver lining, no matter thin it is, or maybe it's pretty fat right now. Hope is a very important tool. It taps you into grace. It taps you into the Holy Spirit. It taps you in what does holy mean? Holy comes from the old English word wholeness. Holy Spirit, the wholeness of the spirit realm of life itself. Um, so you really kind of want to tap into hope right now in times that you've been hopeful to get that idea, to go through that next day, to make it through. Don't poo-poo hope. I know a lot of new agey types that are, I don't know, like, oh, I don't hope, or hope sets you up. It's like, it's like saying, don't try, just do it. 
these are like little BS platitudes. No, you have to try. Trying implies effort. It does not imply failure. So try. Try something new. When you allow yourself to try, you give yourself freedom to follow what's really you, what you're really about, what you really want to do. If you try, listen, I, a couple of years ago, I stayed with some friends out of town, and they got into knitting. I, bought, I still have, no, I finally gave it away because I did a deep cleanup of my house. Um, <laughs> so different parts of my house, I gave, I don't know how much, I don't know, 10, 12, 20 boxes. And guess what went, gang? Guess what went? The beautiful balls of yarn that I had, beautiful, my colors, taupe, brown. I was going to make this scarf. I tried and I tried and I tried. I'd undo the loop or it wouldn't be the same loop. Now, could I master it? Yes, maybe I will. I've left the space open for something else. I think I'm going to go back to my jewelry making with crystals and beading. Uh, anyway, I have so many scarves, and how many people, you know, I don't want to give, everybody gets scarves for holidays and Christmas, you know, everybody's like, oh, thank you, one more scarf that a friend of mine made, let's put it in the drawer. <laughs> Unless somebody's making a nice big pashmina, you know, nice big shawl or something, but anyway, so I got rid of the yarn, I tried, it just wasn't my thing. Um, so don't be, again, so the next thing is don't be afraid to try, and now here's the one I really want you to open up and digest. Not accepting our path is a form of not accepting ourselves. I'm still working on this. Let me know. Do I want to say not accepting our soul path is a form of not accepting ourselves? Or not accepting our path is a form of not accepting ourselves? I've been contemplating that one. Yeah, not accepting our path is a form of not accepting ourselves to some degree. Maybe a lot, maybe a little. So shall we get to callers, gang? And if you have questions or comments that you'd like to share um, in the chat chat, please do. Please let me know. All right, I'm kind of curious. I am going to pick a fairy card or... Two for everybody. All right. Who's here first? You've been waiting, waiting, waiting. Hello. Hi. You're on air. Hello? Whoops. Whoop, ho, ho, ho. Here we go. Wait, hold on. You're on air. Hi, I apologize. I didn't know it was my turn, so I apologize. Oh, yeah, it's love. You're on there, love, 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 love. How are you? I'm doing great. I am having fun today, fun with the fairies. I've had my Celtic fairy music on. I lit my incense. I'm having my decaf. How are you? What's your first name? My name is Christy. I'm um, Sissy. I live in California. Christy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Christy. Hi, Christy. Mm-hmm. Hi. <laughs> I never called, so I was wondering, like, oh, you oh very cool. Or how does that work? Ask a question. Sure. Let's see. Ask a question. Oh. Yeah, ask a question. <laughs> yeah. Anything. Okay. 
Do you see I can check me up. in? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, do I see you in? Do you see me in the same relationship in the future that I am in now? Okay, let's see what's coming up for your relationship. Why do you feel it hit a little skid, a little something, something? Um, yeah, but it seems like yeah. once I... It, it slowed down or something. Yeah. yeah, but did something slow down or a little pullback there? Yes. Um, yeah, I see that. A little skid, a little skid. Let's see. Ooh, that's what I thought. Guess what fairy card I picked? Hobia. Which one? Imaginary fears, realistic caution. Yeah, just be a little... Ca- that's what I'm getting. Look at the truth. Um, delve into old patterns. We can see the past and liberate from them. So I feel like uh, there's been a bit of a slowdown or a pullback with this person is what I'm getting uh, intuitively. So you may or may not... There could be a little back and forth. Let's put it this way. I think it's going to be up to you because I think what's going to happen is now you're going to go a little, there's going to be a little bit forward or back. It's not bad, but you notice something different, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. So that's... Um, that when you say different, do you know what the difference is or no? Or we just not think it's um, Let's see, what is the difference? Let's see, what is And I'm open to anything. <laughs> he, a little uncertain. It, it, it's like now that you kind of came forward, or you're you're more of like let's do this, or more available, whatever, whatever, however you communicated that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. They're a little wiggly now. Sometimes people are wiggly, and they stay wiggly. Sometimes they're wiggly and they stabilize more. I don't think you're going to know. I think what I can tell you, because mm-hmm. it would really be like a private reading to like really dive in and get into their energy. Or and What yeah. I can tell you, it's going to be more up to you because I mm-hmm. feel like they're going to, it's almost like they kind of want to be friends or they've loosened it up a bit emotionally or space-wise. Do you no, feel you're more right. like totally friends right. now? Well, it's, we've been together for 28 years, but we recently had gone to therapy, and we've done it for two years, but then now that therapy, we're done with it, and we know our tools, we know what we have, we know what we need to do. It's like he doesn't want to do them now. So you're right. Okay. He has pulled back. He has done his own thing, and to me, I'm like, okay, is he, I have a feeling he might be seeing somebody else, but I don't know. I'm not saying yes, that is, but I'm not I'm, I'm not closing my blind eye to it like I did before, you know. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be up to you. Exactly. I think it's going to be up to you as to what you want to keep on doing or not doing. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the message I'm getting. Yeah. It's going to be up to you because I feel like they could stay in this place. It's convenient. Yes. It's for a very long time. So it's going to be up to you, and I would say focus more on you, your path, your gifts, your interests, your friends, and it will it'll you'll naturally come to the conclusion. Because I don't feel that you can just think about this and solve it. You're going to have to live through it and come to the conclusion. 
you know, yeah, I can do this, okay, I can do this, or mm-hmm. no, I don't really want to to do this, you know, yeah. or I yeah, want more, I and if there's not more, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of change coming up for people right now. A lot of change starting next year, where people it, it's 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 really going to be about. Um, you're going to see a lot more. It's very interesting. I, I feel next year there's a lot more tolerance. We're opening up from moving from just, I would say, tolerating people to then respecting them more and then seeing their life sacred, even if they're blowing up their life or whatever they're doing, even if they're messing, you're like, okay, that's their path. But that's one level. I feel in the intimate relationships or business relationships, there's, you're, there's going to be less tolerance or putting up with, basically, mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. That doesn't, stuff that isn't working. Exactly. And, and like people are going to... At what now? I had a taste of it that it was good when we did the therapy, so like I know what it can be. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't yeah. want to tell her to be yeah. you know? But he doesn't, yeah. yeah, I don't see him being able to sustain it. That's part of the problem. Yeah. That's part of the yeah. issue, I think. That's going to be part of the issue. Okay. All right, so you keep us posted. Keep listening. We've got a great guest coming on in a little bit. Thank you so much. Can you keep me on the line, please? Okay. All right, Christy. Take care. Thank you. Appreciate it. Fiddle Bob, Fiddleo Bob in the chat. What are you talking about? Fox? Oh, fork music. Oh, yeah, writing and making things that are my creative outlets. I love that. Yeah. Oh, Bob, hope is part of manifesting. Yep, it's an important part of manifesting because when you hope, you set in a positive expectation. Because when people hope for something, they see it happening. It, hope directly connects you into the etheric realm and in from the etheric realm into the astral, the akashic, and the spirit realm. Okay, let's get to callers. Next caller. Hello, you're on air. Hello, 561, you're on air. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello, 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 you're on air. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. Did you have a question or something you want to share? Uh, the question is, it's about a, a dream. Ooh, I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm walking in. Hold on. Yes. Okay. I'm dreaming about. So noisy, though. Hold on, I'm so getting in the car. It's windy and raining. Hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm in the car. I hear beeps and buzzers and... Okay. Yeah, I was raining I'm, here I'm too. in the car, I'm sorry. Are you in California? Uh, it's raining here too. No, I'm in Florida. Oh, it's raining in Florida. Okay. Raining and windy. Okay, so my the, the dream is I've been dreaming about moving into new homes, and um, I didn't understand what that meant. Ooh, okay, new homes, it can literally be a home if that's what you're looking for, but most importantly what it is is a new home is a new uh way of thinking because our home reflects our 
basically our psychology. It reflects our beliefs, our ideas, what comforts us. There's different parts of the home represent different parts of our life, our world. So I would say there's probably something shifting for you in how you think or what you want or what you expect. Um, yeah. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's so, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there could be a lot of change going on deep within you, new ideas, and very often when we have dreams like this, when we're doing a lot of subconscious and psychological change, it then will it has to manifest physically. So it could manifest as a new way of living. Okay. It could manifest as a move. It could manifest as a different job or career. You know, it, there will be a mundane or physical world uh, manifestation of what's going on with, uh, within you. All right? Oh, and it just started raining a lot here now. Yeah, I love it. I love it. All right. Let's see what your – let's get a fairy message for you. A fairy message for you, my lady. Okay, let's see. We've got Indy. Focus on commitment. Don't hesitate on decisions. Uh, Make decisions. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yes, it does. And you can ask for help if you want, and it will willingly be given. You have to ask for help. Yep, so make those decisions. That's what the fairy Indy has to say. All right. What was your first name? Okay. Tracy. Tracy. Okay. Nice to meet you, Tracy. Take care. Thank you. You too. Mm-hmm. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Amanda. Uh, nice talking to you. It's Tina. And I, I did a apple Hi, Tina. for you. Quite star. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. And... I have a quick question, ma'am. Um, I, I, just, I just love you, beautiful, too. It's so inspirational. Uh, I checked your your items. It's very interesting. Um, wow. My question is, you know, like uh, we 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 are friends to somebody or best friend, sister, whatever, cousin, mm-hmm. daughter. So, I uh. I had a little bit of a uh, miscommunication with with a, with a good friend of mine, but apparently I think I don't know. So my question is, has my friend been able to process the reason why it happened? Like any anything on that that you can pick up? It's not for a bad intention. It's just for a, a, a good intention. Yeah. Um, thank you for understanding, Miss Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> I feel there. Let's. It's a moment. Just looking it's at what's coming up for you. Huh? Thank you, Miss. Go ahead. What's Sorry. That's okay. Sorry to interrupt Yeah, you. I feel they may need more time, but this may create some space, and you may be clearing up unrealistic expectations is what I'm hearing. It does say to um, kind of look to the higher principle in the situation. There's, there's still – it does show – it's so – now, the fairy card you got was 42, Mick the Myomancer, mm. details, messages everywhere, and patience. So you definitely will talk. You'll get to a certain 
understanding, but I feel they're still processing. So give it some time. Give it some space. It definitely shows okay. unity. It shows things coming back together, but there's going to be a little bit more space. You know, and that's one of the things I'm seeing, whether we look at it as a psychic channel or the astrology even shows that with Aries North Node, um, to keep it simple. There's some other aspects as well or transits, but... Okay. What well, you say space yeah. is respecting what what I want to do, my 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 ideas, because uh, that you know I think is it, is that a good example? Yes. Focus more on yourself. Like, don't hold yourself back. If you want to do something, then do it. You know what right. I'm saying? You have to keep your forward movement, your momentum, your vibe, your you know your flow going. Um, so you may do more on your own or with others at this time. There's an there's a opening up in the relationship. It's a little bit more space and, and less unrealistic expectations. So there's, you know, there's a shift there where you're going to have different expectations. Okay? Well, but you guys are going to be talking. Well, just different. Like if, if you want to do something with someone all the time and then they're not available, then you're not going to have that expectation like I'm going to wait to, to do this with so-and-so. I'm going to just do it on my own. Oh, God, that's a good example. And you're going to say something. Oh, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. And I know you got to oh, go. i got to go, sweetie, because we got other callers. But you can call, call back in again or call back next week. Okay, lots of love. Hi, you're on air. Hi, you're on air. Pretty okay, much. Goodbye. Three zero seven. I just, you're talking to someone else. Uh, hi, you're on air. Hi, hi there, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing great. Who is this? Um, my name is Val. Bell. Val. Bell. Val. With a Bell? V. Val. No, v, Val. Val. Thank you. Oh, Val. You're welcome. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that my. <laughs> My question to you today is, yes. about, excuse me, I'm sorry, <clears throat> sorry, clearing my throat. I'd like to know if you see a reconnection with someone, a specific someone. Uh, I know somebody says a reconnection, it could be with a million people. Um, yeah, but, let's see. A certain someone, focus on that someone, uh, reconnection. Okay. Communication, are they at a distance from you? At a distance, you mean physically or at a distance? I think, like, well, both. At, I feel emotional distance and I feel yes. could be physical also. No, they're not. Or they they don't live be, far from me. They don't live far. Are they moving or are you moving? No. Actually, ironically, they just, they just move but close by to where they live. Okay. Okay, because I was getting a move, so that's the person. Okay, because I was getting emotional distance and I was getting some kind of move. Okay, so that's them. Uh, there could be, com- yeah, you'll probably see them. There could be communication. I feel more friendly, neighborly, more group energy. So that means to me you might see them out and about. You might see them in passing. You might be at, hello, at the I same do. event. I- Oh, you do? That's very I, – I, I like certain events, certain things. We like some of the same things, and so we may be there. Like I, We know some of the same people, so a certain group of events would be a common. But when I say that, I mean, do you see us reconnecting on a friend no, level? No. Just a friendship. I, I, I 
just what I told you. I see you seeing each other and talking, but that's it. So I don't think it's going to – I think there's going to remain the, the space. But you'll, will you see each other? Yes. Will you talk? Yes. Will it be friendly? Yes. And it will be within some kind of local, local group, some kind of group. Okay, why? And I'm just curious why. Okay, I got that. Like, I got. I got a scoop. If we if we're gonna dive deep, then it really has to be a, a private, oh, personal I, reading. I, okay, Val. I, I just wonder good, what. Good luck. Thank you. Can you? Tell me? Okay, let's go back. Hi, you're on air. Hold on one sec. Let me just say. Hey, everybody, I love, love doing readings. I love doing this, but it, these are just quick little qu- questions to answer. If I'm going to dive deep and get into specifics, I think you could already see my accuracy. <laughs> um, it, it's not going to be fair to everyone else, and then we have a guest waiting. So if it's just a quick question, but if, definitely I love doing readings. I love doing them here. I love wherever I do them. I love doing private readings. But if it is going to be longer question and what about this or why is this or what does he think or she think, and I love doing those kind of readings because I love getting in people's minds and traveling around. And um, But it does take more energy and focus and, um, yeah. So just want to say that. All right, gang. Let's get to our next caller. Hi, you're on air. Hi. And I just pulled the card Honesty. I love it. I pulled I pulled oh. my own fairy card honesty. Number 40. Cool. <laughs> Hi, who is this? Yes. Welcome. Hi. My name is Alyssa and I'm calling Hi, uh, from Wyoming. And Hi, I'm welcome. listening to your show for the first time. So, I was just oh, kind of listening yeah. and seeing what you were about. But um I guess I have a question about um I'm if uh, I have to I'm uh about what you see, just like, or you could just pull me a card, actually, a fairy card, because I, I have a bunch of things. So. Should we start there? Should we start with a fairy card, yeah. see what comes up with the fairies? I mean, I'm telling you, I love the synchronicity of using cards. Here I had to share my honest opinion and truth, and then I was just shuffling yeah. the cards by chance, and one flipped over, and it was number 40, honesty. Honesty, compassion, yeah. tact. That's okay, cool. Let's see. Alyssa. Is it Alyssa with an E or A? No, with an A. With an A. Okay. Okay, Alyssa. Ooh. You got two. You got poets. You got 39 and 29. So let's see here what you've got. I thought so. Discovery of self and adventure. Exploration. Yeah. Put your talents. Explore your talents and your potentials. You've released a you've released a lot of you've released a lot of trauma. You've released whether Yeah. So now you're ready to play. You you are ready to play. And then Yeah. Let me just finish with this one. Then the second one you got was uh, youthful spirits and energy abound. So you might be thinking about romance. You're going to bring more romance into your life, exploration, fun. Um, There's a lot of positivity coming up for you 
in relationships oh, with people, just in life in general. You're on the upswing. <laughs> oh, good. It's about time. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's say, drama, I, did, I just went to uh, a treatment center, and um, I am on a whole new path in life. And so, and I released a lot of childhood traumas that I had there. So you're right on the money about that. Wow. Well, you're bringing in some amazing good stuff. Great relationships, fun. It's it's like what I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast. I I see it in your energy field, and then through the reading, uh, just uh-huh. exp- oh I'll try that. I see you like oh I'll go here. Oh I'll try that, or that sounds. But there's also going to be more travel around you, local and non-local. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I love you're that. You're going to be yeah. There's going to be a lot more um, travel and definitely new people. Now this is interesting. I keep seeing are you are I keep seeing a white horse around you. What? Does that mean anything? You know, to you? I yeah, it does. Uh I live in Wyoming and we have wild horses here. And so on my way to treatment, um, it was six hours away from where I lived. I saw a it wasn't a it was white and brown, but uh I saw yeah, light, a, light colored wild horses running and it was like a, a confirmation to me that I was right where I was supposed to be, you know, yeah. kinda. Connect in with the so horses. That white horse that white horse, you, you have um horse very strongly in your um your auric field. So is is one of your part of your animal totem, your medicine totem. And horses literally it's horse power, it's a power empowerment movement, creativity, there's a sense of freedom. Look it up. Google it. Um, there's a, a great book called Animal Speak by Ted Andrews. Okay. Or Ted Andrew. Ted, Ted Andrew. And it's Animal okay. Speak. But, yeah, I'm like okay. this white horse. But, by the way, I see a man on the horse, too. So if you're not in a relationship, there's a very important man. Oh, good. <laughs> coming good. in. I just got coming a in. horrible Yes, yes. Huh? I need a, a, I need a man on a, a knight in shining armor would be great. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if he's shining, but he will be your shining armor. But yeah, but really connect in with that horse that you saw. That it's it's so strongly around you. Um, okay. That's wow. Awesome. I'm so happy for you, Alyssa. Yes. I'm so glad you called yeah, in. So you wow. Good, good positive yeah. things coming. Yep. Oh, great. That's what I said. All right, Alyssa, you take good care, and we have a great guest coming on. All right, take care. Okay, I would like to listen. Thank you. Okay. Whoops, how do we do this? All right, time for our second half of the program. We have with us Daniel Fiverson, uh, evolutionary astrologer. So uh, if you have questions related, not general questions, not individual questions, um, you can put it in the chat or call in. And uh, we'll see how the time goes um, for that as well. All righty. All righty. Let's see. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Michelle. Hey, great to connect with you. It's been a while. Oh, it's always beautiful. This, this is one of my favorite things all the time. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you also for being here and offering to share Um Boy, something has shifted. Well, let's just touch on a little bit for for new people here, because uh, we do have a lot of new listeners. A little bit about what you do in evolutionary astrology, and then if we can dive into the uh, upcoming astrology, and I think 
2024 because I definitely feel an energetic shift I don't know if it's what's gone on but there's definitely I feel a, a picking up of the energy and an intensification yeah we're, yeah we're definitely in a shift this is we're moving through a liminal space there's no question uh, a lot of things have changed and a lot of things are in change and we're all kind of getting rebalanced uh, the Aries and Libra mm. the lunar nodes are, are you know we're, we're, we're having to balance you know where we are individually and collectively um, is, is really what's going on. The, the work that I do, evolutionary astrology, is, is really about working with the context of things. Um, it's not, it's not uh, what I would call cookbook astrology, so to speak. It's not just your sun sign and your moon, because we're, we're holograms. We, we have many different sides to us. It's, we're, we're not just one surface. So it, 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 no two of us are really like the, the baby born in the, the cradle next to us in the incubator in the hospital. Um, it's entirely different than us for for many reasons, and uh, uh, we each have our own individual consciousness. Um, you know, we're all on the same same path, but we're different mile markers. So it's uh, the the charts work you know differently. You know, a, a chart does a chart is nothing by itself. It could be an animal, it could be a wedding, it could be a new business. It, you know, it, it it could be so many things. But when when we when we talk about you know evolutionary astrology, we're talking about people. We're talking about ourselves and the consciousness that um, is resident in that chart. Um, but you know, just just to get back to the question, we're we're, mo- we're moving through the narrows. There's no question. Um, it, I think we're all kind of feeling the pressures that are that are going on both in our own lives and uh, publicly, collectively, with what's happening. Um, and you know, the things that have developed over the past couple of years are going to continue to unfold. And, and, and you know, that, that's, you know, obviously, a, a, you know, a, a given. Um, but there, there's so many unseen things that, that we're facing. Um, the, the, the shadows, I, I guess, is the best way to put it. There are, there are lots of shadows in the light around us. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, there seems to be a lot with the shadow material. And I, I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm very excited and also hopeful for things really to put in, in the gear shift when Pluto moves into uh, Aquarius in January. Um, but also, let's go back to your point that Aries, I, I, this nodal access shift I feel has, is so profound. Um, I think it's one of the more profound or impacting ones that we have had in a long time. Now, I don't know if that's because Chiron's in Aries, uh, you know, also. If they, yeah, I, I'm not sure, but I, I, what, are you, what is your thought on it? That, that North Node in Aries is, a, is really, um, it's a pusher. It's bold. It's a pusher. It's, it's, um, it really calls the soul to externalize more. That's the biggest thing I've been seeing and, and feeling. It's like the soul really wants to externalize more in this in this earth plane, in this world, in this worldly experience. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I like the way that you put it that way. Um, Aries is very instinctive. So what's happening is that we're all coming from a non-cognitive kind of place. We don't even realize it. Where we're, we're acting base, basically just on cognitive, uh, you know, uh, uh, on instinct. Um, mm. So, it, but this is is the is the primary. It's the uh, the cardinal sign of the fire triad, 
And fire is all about self-actualization. As we move from, you know, from Aries through Libra and into Sagittarius, um, um, and there are polarities as well. I mean, again, it's a whole, you know, whole picture here. It's, you can't just isolate one thing. But we're, we're becoming. It, it's, a, it's the process of becoming. And the entire world is, is moving through that process. Uh, you know, to, to talk, to get back to the shadow a little bit, you know, we, we are dealing with, in, in some cases, 6,000 years of distortion. And so, yeah. right? So yeah. it, it, we, we, we don't, we don't, we haven't been able to clear it, you know, in, in, in any easy way. So, uh, you know, when there's resistance to something, the karmic necessity is that the, the, the intensity of the karma increases. And that's what yeah. we're having to do. Well, you know what's interesting? You say that 6,000 years, because I, I rarely respond to stuff, on, but it's somebody that's in my um, feed on Instagram, and, and they were very much, you know, about the the Holy War or Palestine, you know, Israel, you know, what we, people have to do stuff, people in the spiritual community aren't doing anything, da 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 And I do agree, there are some fluff cakes, yoga people, you know, I do agree that kind of, but that's, I guess, in all parts of life. But he really went in, and I, I basically said, you know, this the, about the divisiveness, that if we can't even have different opinions or ways of dealing with things, how do we expect nations? Um, but I did say, no, those of us that are in the know, we knew that this had to happen because we have to heal this pattern and it's ancient so whether it's you know all this stuff that has to be revisited whether what happened governmentally with israel israel israelites ancient palestinians samaria you know mesopotamia babylonia ancient greece ancient it's all coming back folks right dan it's all coming back what do you want to say atlantis lemuria whatever Cold War, Russia, China—it's all coming back. Every every fear, every every miscommunication, conflict, war that created this pattern has to be looked at. And and I know metaphysically that was one of the the, the Middle East, um, unfortunately and tragically, heating up and going through was is one of the markers, um, part part of that rude awakening and what's happening next. So. I agree that that um, it's going back those thousands and thousands of years, and at the same time, as you put it, we don't all know exactly how it's going to manifest or play out. You, you talked about that, the unknown or the uncertainty, especially with that Uranus there uh, in Taurus. We don't exactly know what comes right. up. Or is or do we? we? We don't really know what comes up and what, why does one thing come up or erupt and why does something else not? Right, right. Well, you're you're absolutely right. Um, there's no question. There's there's a lot of confusion. There's, there's a lot of Pisces energy, over Pisces in its own sign, and Saturn, which is our structure and form and and you know where we take responsibility, is also in, in Pisces. So there, there's a mm. lot of insecurity. There's a lot of confusion and, you know, cloudiness. Um, it, it's almost as like we feel like we're at sea and we, and, and we don't see where the shore is. It's a little scary. Right. Uh, right? Uh, but yeah. but it's, it, it's, it's, all, it's all for the good. 
Uh, one, one of the things that's going on is an evolutionary astrology concept called skipped steps. And it's about what happens when a planet squares, makes a 90-degree angle to the lunar nodes. And Pluto has been doing that all year and is going to continue to do it into next year. And, you know, Pluto is, is that karmic trajectory, okay? It's, it's our DNA. It's, it's what we put in with us. Um, and the nodes are, you know, where we have been emotionally in the past and where our soul was intending us to go. So we're, we're flip-flopping back and forth between past and future. We can't seem, we can't seem to decide mm-hmm. which direction we're going to go in. We're seeing it politically. We're seeing it economically. It's, it's pervasive through everything. And, and to a great degree, it's probably, you know, also creating a lot of confusion in our own lives. Um, the, 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 the trick is, is that we, we, need, we need to resolve it. And, and the, the way, the way mm. that it's resolved, the, the, the way that it gets resolved is to look at the node, the which lunar node did Pluto transit last? It's like, it's like if, we had, if, if we understand a, 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 a chart, a horoscope, if we stand on Pluto and we look to the left, which node would we see? And in this case, we're going to see the south node in Libra. So right. We, we, right we, so that's where the resolution has to occur. We have to rebalance we we have yeah. we have to we we have to you know realize that we're in relationship with with ourselves with others with the world around us with nature uh, with Libra uh, we're, we we have to balance all these different relationships which are unfortunately way out of balance. Yeah, well, the whole relating pattern that we've had all these thousands of years has always been so unbalanced. You know, from from a I would say justice card in the tarot, which is ruled by Libra, that Libra balance, and it's very interesting. Daniel, do you find this because it, it we've tried to do a tit for tat balance? My sense, metaphysically, energetically, if we look at justice, because there's so many layers, or we look at the 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 idea of the concept of balance. It isn't tit for tat. We don't know it. It's very energetic. You can only feel, like you talked about instinctual a minute ago you mentioned, um, which is so interesting. I never thought of, but I guess with that fire element, I never really thought of Aries as being instinctual, but it sure is, I guess. It's totally non-cognitive. Uh, it's trial and error, with what the Hindus called neti neti, not this, not this, where we, we try different things to see who we are. Uh, Aries is always in a constant experimental uh, state of, of its own, uh, you know, uh, personal growth by trying different things and trying on different personalities and different behaviors to really see what fits. Oh, my God. I love this. It all, that's why I love doing this podcast. There's always synchronicity. Okay, because in confirmation, at the beginning of the podcast, I was talking about we need to try more, just try something, and I gave myself to knit, and it, I'm just not, maybe I'll visit it someday, but I'm not gifted in that area for sure. I, had to, I just gave the stuff to the Goodwill. <laughs> but the thing is, because there's been these like, little trite platitudes you see all the time, and especially with um, high achievers don't try just do it 
don't try. I hate that word try. I don't want to hear try. You know, work out, especially try, just do it. Don't tell me you're going to try, you know. I was like, no, guys, let's try. Just try things and see if we like it, if it works. But trying, because it just implies effort in a direction. I think it's very healthy and can be fun. You know, instead of, you know, I can tell you how many people I've worked with that are like fearful of saying the word try. Yeah. <laughs> and here you're saying Aries is about is instinctual and trying stuff, trying out maybe something new, right? Right, right. That, that's how we grow. We we grow by by experimentation. Uh, we you know it, it it we don't realize that we're doing it. We it, it's again it's instinctual. You know we we'll, we'll encounter somebody and there'll be something about the way that that person carries themselves or expresses themselves, and it's and it's going to affect us. And all of a sudden, you know, we may emulate it without even realizing it because it struck some chord within us that that was that was um, uh, you know that that was harmon- uh, harmonic. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we seek the harmonics with other people. That's well, that's the Libra part of it. The, the harmonics come through Libra. We, we can't separate Aries from Libra. Uh, you know, one, no. one of the things everybody has to understand about their, their chart, what, what they know about it, is that we're dealing with a polarity. Uh, we're dealing with the duality, and that the duality is a singularity, if that makes sense. Um, yes. I, I, there are people who are who have like uh, well, I know somebody in particular who has three, I think three, you know, maybe five planets in in Libra, but they're so Aries. They're so about themselves because yeah. what happens? It, it's, it's completely the opposite. That's it, a flip flop. Uh, because they're they're working through that polarity, but they're but they're they're working towards Libra. Uh, it's hard it's hard to explain, uh, but it, it, the polarity is is in, you know something that's dynamic. It's in motion. It's not static. Yeah. Uh, energy moves back and forth just like you know a, a magnet with the north and south poles, and the Earth with north and south poles. Yeah, I think that's something that. If people can get that concept of the duality or the polarity, the, the poles, uh, each part of the polarity plane, that we're always, whether shadow and light, within, without, Aries, Libra, Taurus, Scorpio, whatever it is, we're, the, it is within our nature. Both parts, both aspects are within our our nature, um, which I think when you're consciously on a path, it's somehow understanding that and finding that balance and expression, you know, for those parts. Uh, Where do you see things going in 2024, like a main theme, especially with this Aries and more instinctual? Do do you see more people trying things more or extending out more in their life? I I see people more uh, hunkering down in in their identity. Uh, there's a, there's a, a lot of identity a, uh, activity going on, um, and the Aries even when the the, the, no, the nodes move out of Aries, we're going to see uh, Neptune move into Aries, you know, in in, in about a year. Uh, uh, the the biggest thing that's you know from the if we start at the top, obviously the biggest thing that's happening this year is is the ingress of Pluto into Aquarius. Yeah. We saw it, we saw yeah. it briefly in the middle of last year. Um, we have to understand both Pluto and Aquarius. 
Uh, Pluto is Pluto is the evolutionary engine. It's, evolution is not a theory; it's a fact. We are always mm-hmm. moving along that pathway, whether we realize it or not. Um, sometimes we we're, we we see, may seem to go backwards because, like you know, like a skip step, there are things that we've overlooked and we can't skip over anything. We we don't get to skip over any evolutionary step, um, whether yeah. whether it's whether we're aware that we have a, a planet wearing the nodes or not, we, we just don't get to skip any steps. And so, you know, we move along. But, the, you know, the key factor in all of this, Michelle, is the consciousness that, that's brought to the chart. Um, we, we're, all, we're all moving along. Like I said it before. We're all on the same path. We're all moving along this this, this uh, evolution of consciousness of evo- evolutionary consciousness, the, the the growth of our own awareness, but we're all at different places with it. So it, that really is going to depend on how we work with our our planets, how we work with our archetypes, because mm-hmm. we're, we're we 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 have to totally fill up every space we pass through. But we're like water. Um, and consciousness actually correlates to water. The, wa- the water triad is 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 about consciousness. Um, uh, can- Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. And w- like water, we have to fill up every space that we pass through before we can move on. Uh, water water can't jump over you know a, a gully. Uh, it has to fill up that gully and create a you know little lake there, and then and then hopefully fill up the lake and move on past it. And we're the same way. We have to take each thing in order uh, to a great degree, um, but uh, probably getting off the track here. But Pluto, Pluto is Pluto provides the karmic necessities that we need. Uh, uh, things mm. come up in the outer world or within us, uh, suggestions of what we need to do to grow, and for the most part, it's human human nature to resist. We we really don't want to yeah. resist because. What we know is very secure. We, we're all about security. So we want to maintain that sense of security, but there are things that we need to let go of. And so the crises come along to, to, to really to, to, to shake it up and, and loosen up you know, our hold on that security to make us realize that we have to make a shift. When we, when we move through the crisis and deal with it, you know, responsibly, we find out that we're even more secure than before it happened. But, but, but up front, we don't get that. Uh, the greater the resistance, the greater the crisis over time. Uh, the same situations yeah. will, will show up cyclically, you know, you know on, a, on a, literally on, on a calendar basis, you know, over time, uh, until we finally, you know, do you hear me now? And, and we respond to it and start to work with it. So, so this is a lot of what's going on. Um, Aquarius, Aquarius is the sign that follows Capricorn, and Capricorn is Earth. It's cardinal Earth. So it creates structure. It creates form. It's consensus reality. It's the things that we agree mm-hmm. to to live together, um, and it's man-made law. Uh, Aquarius is is uh, is ruled by Uranus, and you you know you're, uh, um, Prometheus stole fire from Zeus's spear. Uh, you know, he, he he absolutely was a rogue, you know, rogue personality. And um, he obviously suffered the consequences. But Aquarius comes along after Capricorn and and um, shakes shakes up that structure. And it, because two things can't exist in the same place at the same time. So uh, to a great degree, what we're seeing with Uranus and Taurus, Taurus and Earth sign, 
is that things that we have taken for granted, and you know, we we lived with this all through COVID, and heard the word essential that was the it was the core word of, of COVID, were, were shaken to the ground to realize what what really is essential is is what we're still going through. Uh, we're not we're not done with it, uh, and we're going to experience more. Uh, unfortunately, you know, uh, the, the years coming up are really going to be an extension of what we've seen in the last in the last year or two. And um, I, I don't I don't want to sugarcoat it because I don't want anybody no. to be to get the feeling that that no. it's going to be a sequel because it's not. Um, no. That's why I think we're having these shakeups and having to prepare. Is like it, it all that we saw. We I think we we got a little microcosmic taste test of what's going to be happening. The controls. Some right. will be on us. The controls to break through. Um, but you know, it's like it's like we're what's being built within us especially with that Aries energy, is what it's going to take to bust through or to resist, yeah. right? Yes. Or yes. find a new way. Because I, I, I looked at it, I thought, you know, with, with what I see coming up, the, the Michelle that's being forged now, yes, I could do it. The Michelle of a few years ago, maybe not. <laughs> I might have just caught in my, put my blankie over my head, you know, but... No, I can see how I don't know. It's like it's very interesting. It's it's like we are this new emerging consciousness coming in. We are getting this the I guess the wherewithal. Maybe that's the the evolution that's happening. We're getting the wherewithal for what we're going to need to deal with. I mean, is, would that be a way to look at it? We're 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 being woken up. Yeah, well, I mean awake, but I mean also it's taking a certain kind of person or species that's going to be able to survive, to have the resiliency and the, the backbone. Because uh, I'm seeing, so Daniel, I don't your... know what you're thinking, but I'm thinking it's not going to be enough. Everybody listen. It's not going to be enough to have awareness or awaken. We're going to have to do something, or, yeah, but we don't know what it is. We're going to have to do the work. We're going to have to do yeah. the work. Yeah. No question. We're going to have to do the work. We're going to, you know, if it means we have to get out on the street for what we believe in or go to the polls for what we believe in or, or, or to, you know, whatever it's going to take. Whatever it, it is. You know, right. Yeah. Right. I guess that's what it is, is that that kind of bystander mentality, uh, which, by the way, is much more of American. Maybe Canada. I don't want to pick on Canada, but, but it's more American. <laughs> Living in Europe, they're, they're, I remember being there at one point where uh, I, was, I was going to, to classes there, and there was a bomb threat in the tube. And I came home, and, you know, oh, things were shut down. They shut. I came back to where I was staying. I was, like, petrified. And next day, everybody just did the same. They went on the tube, and I talked to my friends and people. And like, oh my God! Oh, and it was there was maybe some in the mailbox, and somebody blew. And they go, Oh, we still got to live. No, we got to got to go to work. Got to live. You know, it'll be fine, Michelle. Don't worry. And I was like, What the hell? I mean, I was I would have been if, <laughs> paralyzed for weeks and not doing it. You know, I'm not going on that tube. I'm not going down that street. 
And everybody was right. just business as usual, you know. Right. They're like, oh, you were never here with the IRA. Oh, yeah, you would have really liked that. And they were just very, you know, get up and go, do your thing, do your life. Yeah. So they, they have so much more history than us. You know, we, we go back, you know, 200 years, maybe, you know, maybe a little farther than that in, in the United States. But when you go overseas, they, they look back a thousand years to the Romans and the Greeks. It's a yeah. whole, different men- whole different mentality. Because they've been through it. Is that what right, you're right. thinking, Daniel? Because they've yeah. been through it already. Yeah. Right. right. I think that's so true. I love what you say, though, about doing the work and... And I also love what you're saying um, because it's funny. And it's the same thing with uh, in emotional development or psychology. There's this, the concept of missteps, and you know that you always have to go back. It doesn't matter how old you are. If you miss that psychological development, you'll either play it out in the shadow, or you have to go. Right. You know, you have right. to go back to it. Um, right. What, ha- what happens is that we we it go, we buried in our subconscious, and it's active all by itself, and we don't even know it. That is, is that's what happens. We we had we had it. You know, it's it's a in a sense, it's kind of like the United States. I think is guilty of what's known as spiritual bypass, where yeah. where we where we jump from you know the cancer the, the cancer to Pisces and we skip Scorpio. We, ha- we yeah. have to go down to that underworld. We have to go yeah. in and face face you know our failures and our disappointments and and you know our mistakes. We have to face them. Otherwise, they just get buried. They don't go away. We just hide them from ourselves, but they're still active, and and they yeah. pop up on. We don't know it. And the thing is, in a lot of times, skipping the Pisces, then people become the guru, the teacher after one yes. workshop, and they yes. they're out. <laughs> That's, it. Um, That's it. So, do you think these, by what you're seeing in the evolutionary astrology, because so I'm taking this natural evolution by what you're saying. Are you saying a lot of these missteps we're going to go through? And I'm wondering if it's sometimes going to be rapid fire, like like you have to go, you know, go through this, whether individually or collectively. Um, and and what are some things that people can start doing? Obviously, get a reading with you, and you know, to get a handle. I think everybody should get readings with you know all kinds, but especially your chart. You got to know your you got to know your your stuff, your your energy stuff. I appreciate that, but there's there's something that they can do on their own. The first is, Ooh, is to, to look at, look at their diet, because we are what we eat. And until we get to realize that there is an agenda uh, about our food that is killing us, yeah. we're not going to be strong enough to fight back. And and the second thing is so is talk really about easy. this. What does that mean? What what kind of what do you what do you think? What are you proposing? to eat organics, grow your own food, or at least not eat non-GMO, yeah. but to begin to, you know, realize that that the food that we ate, you know, I'm 75 years old. Uh, years ago, you could walk into the supermarket, go down any aisle, pick up anything off the shelf, and it was okay. That's no longer yeah. the case. That's no longer yeah. the case. McDonald's, it's killing us. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's killing it. It's it, it's being driven by the pharmaceutical companies and and the 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 uh, the agricultural uh, you know the the corporate agriculture. 
So we have to mm-hmm. we have to advocate and take responsibility for ourselves, and, and and look at what we're eating and look at where we're buying our food and the restaurants we're eating in and. Uh, because it, it, it's the Ayurvedic uh, concept that let food be thy medicine, and medicine be uh, let, let thy medicine be food, and food be thy medicine. It, it's it's what we need to do. Uh, the se- the second thing is really easy, and and it's kind hmm. of uh, a joyful thing. I I encourage everybody to go find some place where there are no city lights and spend some time there. Yeah. Feel the power of the firmament that's over us and, and connect with it because it is transformational. Mm, I love that. I, I find that very, very healing. I do that a lot. Go out in my yard and just look at the stars or the, the moon is out and just kind of bathe. It's so healing and actually very relaxing, kind of nurturing too. I don't know. There's something the about to the day. Right to the desert, Michelle, you'll need sunglasses at night. That's how oh, great it is. Oh, I know. I know. I know. That's true. Yeah. I was just there last year for, uh, and in May, I was there in May of this year. Uh, yeah, and a little bit in the mountains, too, when I stay in Topanga, there's a lot of stars uh, there in uh, Malibu, yeah. but Nothing like the desert, especially New Mexico and Texas. I used to go there all the time as a kid, and I just, oh, my God, they're just blanketed, blanketed. Right, Um, right. Yeah, stars. I like that idea. So people look at what you're eating, what you're doing. Part of what I hear you saying is People need to build, look honestly and build their own resiliency, their health, their well-being, mental, emotional health, spiritual health. Um, it, it sounds like you're saying to be somehow more, to be resilient. Right. Health is our own responsibility. We can't depend on, on anybody but ourselves to get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I was wondering, I haven't looked at the aspect, is... is um, is Saturn going to uh, is, is it going to aspect that that um, Neptune and Pisces or no? Does it ever get? Yes, it is. That's one of the things that's going to happen in next year. Um, okay. Saturn's going to be Neptune um, and the and uh, the lunar North Node at the same time next February. No, actually, this is this. I'm looking at 2025. I've looked ahead a couple of years. Ne- ne- next okay. year, what we'll Right next year, what we're looking at really is a Jupiter year. Uh, Besides the the Pluto ingress, Jupiter is going to conjunct Uranus from February to June. Uh, It's going to try and Pluto from April to July. Um, It's going to move into Gemini. It's going to change signs. And we'll talk about Gemini in a minute. And then when it moves into Gemini, um, it's going to aspect the Pisces planets of Saturn and Neptune. Um, but we're still going to have Pluto squaring Eris, um, and I think I've talked about that in, in past shows, uh, through November of next year, all of next year again. Pluto and Eris has been absolutely epic. Um, it's yeah. been, going on, been going on since 2007, and it's, and it's going to continue out into, for the foreseeable future in some ways because the, what, what, another little-known fact, or maybe people do know this, but the country's having its Pluto return. 
a, a return is, is like the solar return. Or any, when any planet comes back to the natal point it was at birth, that's called a return. Um, so we have a solar return once a year. We have a lunar return once a month. Um, and then the other planets, depending on the speed of their, their orbit, also have returns you know, on regular uh, cycles. But Pluto's 248 years. The last time wow. Pluto was... Pluto was in, a, was in Capricorn, where it is now, was during the American Revolution. Uh, so what, what, we're, what we're experiencing uh, is that Pluto transiting and Pluto in the United States chart are both in the same condition. They're both in Capricorn and very close to each other at the moment. And Eris, which has a 530-year orbit, it's twice the distance from the sun as Pluto has been hovering in this square aspect to, to Pluto, to both Plutos, uh, for quite some time. Well, the good news is is that transiting Pluto is moving out of orb because it's moving. Tra- the, the U.S. Pluto doesn't move. It is where it is. It's there, it's, it's, it's there for eternity, or as long as the United States. That's a condition that. Um, so Eris is going to be is going to square the United States Pluto nine times between nine, nine times between twenty twenty six and twenty thirty. Wow, and that's the time where yeah, that's that's right in that time frame of a lot more intensification and a lot more. We still had a time. On her Change, but she she is out to to remedy everywhere where there is injustice, and she doesn't care mm. the means she has to use to do it. So, um, is, no, that don't make her is that what Eris does? Is that yeah? Is that um? Is is that what Eris does? Are you is, there? Is, yeah. Can you hear Uh-oh. me? Can you hear me? Hello. 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 Michelle? Yeah, I hear you. Can you hear me? Do you hear me? Hello? Hello? I'm there. Let's see. I don't know what happened. Michelle? Yeah, I'm here. Hello? Oh, I lost you there for a minute. Oh, you did okay. I don't know what happened. Roving. Okay, I was just about to call in on another number, but you can hear me. Okay, um, I was gonna. I said, was that is that what Eris does? Is is even things out? Um, it's it's got a yeah, lot of conflict to, too. Conflict. She's a she's a warrior goddess. Okay, she's gonna she's gonna fight for anything that she is, uh, uh, perceives as unjust, and uh, she's she's just not afraid to pick up the sword. She she goes to battle. So it, it's 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 one of the archetypes that we're dealing with, and it's deeply embedded, and we're we're seeing it in our country. I mean, politically, I don't want to get into politics because I, I don't want to take sides. It would be too obvious, but you can see what's happening. Our our country is is totally polarized. Uh, this yeah. is the, the country is also having a Neptune opposition. Uh, Neptune is is opposite where it was when the country was founded. It, the last time that happened, Michelle, was the Civil War. So we're we're actually moving it through a time in U.S. history over the next few years 
that, that paralleled the American Revolution and the Civil War, and we're already in that condition. We're already there. Yeah. The good, the good news there. is that when, when Pluto moved into Aquarius in the 1700s, uh, the war ended. Uh, though, it was, though it was the last years of battle, we were still fighting the war with, in the early, early days of the transit. But the, the, the Constitution w- was written, and, and the country was founded. Uh, it, took, it took another, um, you know, another uh, 100 years or so for, for the, the – we weren't the United States until really after the Civil War. We were a bunch of separate states, which is why the Civil War occurred. Uh, but we're going through that same transition where there's this huge political polarity that's, you know, Uranus and Taurus hunkers down. Taurus is about fighting for what they believe is, is necessary for survival. But it's Promethean and Epimethean. Prometheus was progressive. His brother, Epimetheus, was, was, was actively regressive. And both want things to change, but one of them wants things to change to go back the way they used to be. You see, mm. and that and that's that's what we're dealing with. We, we're dealing with this polarity of everybody wanting things to, to change according to their uh, their understanding of what needs to happen, and and it's it's polarized the country. And that's a good point. It's it's what one side or the other thinks needs to happen instead of let's look at this and see what needs to happen or what we can do. That right. that is yeah, it's either it's one polarity or the other. Yeah, and it is it, I mean there already is obviously war and conflict and you know individually little big um but we're going to have to get to that. I mean, some people are already getting to that. It's very interesting. Um what we're seeing, we're, we're seeing it around the world. We're seeing it the BRIC nations versus the Western Western world. We're, we're seeing it in, in uh, between Hamas and 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 uh, the, the IDF. Uh, it, everywhere we look, we're seeing some manifestation of it. And you know, the, the the Arabs, the Arabs and the Jews have been you know at odds forever. Um, forever, right? Since since since, the, since they were you know taken down into into Egypt. Yeah. So that's it's got to all be, yeah, it's got to got to all be somehow figured out and reconfigured. But I do believe wholeheartedly this time it will be, and and other similar situations will be. I do feel that we will get to some conclusions. Um, I agree. Do you agree? Okay. Oh, absolutely. But we've got to go. We've got to go through these narrows. Uh, for it to happen, we have to have these these crises. Is what's going to going to do it? We we have yeah. it's like a we're having a healing crisis. We're, our mm-hmm. fever our fever is raging at one hundred and six. Mm. At what now? At one hundred and six? What did you? I said our fever. It's like if we have had one hundred and six. Oh fever. yeah, it it's, is. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's, a healing, it's a healing crisis. Right. It is. It is. Yeah, and it's very interesting because, I mean, probably friends and clients, I have, whatever there is, I have one on one side, one on the other, all sides. And some can talk about things and some just start quoting and, and I'm like, okay, well, we're not going to get anywhere. With it. You know, it's not my fight anyway. I can do what I can do individually, but we've got, we've got to get that middle ground. 
the, the, the in, in, inconvenient truth is, is that we all chose to be here now. And some mm-hmm. of us are working with, you know, trying to promote awareness, trying to help promote the healing. And, yeah. and that's why we've chosen to be here. And, and I think more of them are coming out of the woodwork. It's going yes. to be okay. In the, it's going to be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's because it's not the end. Yeah, I think part of what I heard you—the process—that we just have to realize that we're in this process. That right. it is a process. It's not going to happen in one swoop. It's 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 going to take years, you know. But it be, but it begins with us. Begins with being kind to our family, being kind to our neighbors, being kind, just kindness. So all we need is kindness yeah. and self-respect yeah. and respect for others. That's all. That, it's it's really it's really not rocket science. But yeah. there's just so much so much anger and and you know bitterness and history that you know it's 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 hard. I mean, it's hard to forgive that kid in seventh grade who beat you up. It's it's just hard, right? Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. I love this though. So, what anything less as we're kind of winding down here with um Now wait, Pluto it goes into Aquarius January. What is it? The 20s or something? Is it Uh yes, it's uh, kind of June uh, 21st. Uh, 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 July 20th, yes. And oh, it's, 20th. And it's okay. Going to go back into one more time at the end of the year. So, That's what so I was going to ask you. It does go back into into um it goes back into Capricorn. Cappy. Capricorn, yes, brief, yeah. brief, briefly, and then and then it and then it'll be back in Aquarius for the next twenty years. Mm. That's it, folks. Rock and roll. Get your boots on, your rollerblades, your roll skates. Get 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 ready. Get ready. Get your uh, your gear on. Because I just feel we've all been being little by little kind of set up. You know, put in it's. Yeah. What we need to look at, what we need to focus on is, is all kind of being, um, it's been being pointed out, whether it's the shadow part or the light part, we're getting what we need to focus on. Um, now, Daniel, I had a question. You have a newsletter or something, don't you? Don't you have something that I, I, you I put do. out? I, I do. Yeah, I, what I, is that? I, I, blog, I blog frequently. I forecast frequently. It's all on my website, evolutionaryastrologer.net. You can subscribe. There's a, a subscribe form there on the bottom of the homepage, and you will get all all of my forecasts and um, everything that I write about directly in your inbox. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, don't be a stranger. Come back uh, next year. <laughs> we'll see. Just say the word, and I'll be at your doorstep. Oh, good. Yeah, please do, because I always love our conversations, and I always uh, learn so much as well. So it's always fun for me. Well, it's a, it's, it's a mutual admiration society. Thank you. Um, Daniel, let me get it again. Evolutionaryastrologer.net? Yes. Okay, perfect. Okay, great. All right, Daniel, Till next time, take good care. You too. Be well, be kind, be be truthful. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Bye. Oh, I love that. Be kind, be truthful. There's another synchronicity for my honesty um, uh, card that I picked. 
Thank you all for being here and making this such an amazing place to be. Thank you also, um, those of you that have been here for a while, tried and true, love you lots. And thank you for new people that have just found us. I hope you come back and love you lots as well. Um, connect with me also. Well, in the description box, there is how to connect with uh, Daniel, also evolutionaryastrology.net. Connect with me, Instagram. Uh, Facebook, too. I'm not too much on there. Instagram, YouTube, Soul Insights, and Tarot on YouTube, Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast on YouTube. You can subscribe, connect there. Um, Instagram, soulplayground.life if you want some resources to help you, and also on Patreon if you want to go deeper. If you want to go deeper in your path. All right, gang, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?